to hear you all are really, I think, familiar with some of the VA services already. Um, so thank you for having me today. And um, yeah, just to kind of give um, a little bit of information about how to help veterans that you might be working with um, access VA care, and then a little bit about the Veterans Justice Outreach Program. Um, so it sounds like, as all of you already know, we have the main VA Medical Center um, down on Gibson. And then we have, I want to say, it 12 um, community-based clinics throughout the state. So for those of you that are in Farmington, um, Las Cruces, we have those small community community clinics throughout the state. Um, and then there's that distinction too that sometimes people have between VA healthcare and VA benefits. Um, so the VA healthcare is, is the healthcare providing facility, and then the VA regional office administers all of the VA healthcare benefits. Um, and so really what we do at the medical center is really comprehensive um, mental health and medical services. Um, as far as medical services, we have outpatient, primary care, um, you know, inpatient specialty care, especially for things around really severely injured veterans and things like that. And then our mental health care programs. We have four residential programs in Albuquerque, one in Gallup, and those are between 60 and 90 day programs, well 60 and 120 day programs, where a veteran can receive intensive therapy, um, case management for PTSD, for substance use, um, for issues around homelessness, and really reintegrating them back into the community. So those are some of our um, residential programs. And then as far as our outpatient mental health, we have um, a variety of specialty mental health counseling. Um, I think I heard John mentioned the MICM program, which you guys might come across. That's our mental health intensive case management program. Um, so that's a really good service for severely mentally ill veterans to receive intensive case management in their home. Um, we have all of our outpatient therapies, anger management, um, substance use, you know, intensive outpatient, those sorts of treatments. Um, and then, um, let's see, the vet center, those are located statewide as well. Those provide outpatient counseling. And then as Lawrence mentioned, Beacon, um, so yeah, Beacon is our outpatient um, emergency mental health clinic. So that's really a, a great point of contact for you all as far as wanting to um, give information um, if you need or to request, maybe give information that might initiate a certificate for evaluation. Um, that would be through Beacon. And then any veteran that you're encouraging or trying to help them access care, Beacon is really the place where they can walk in um, and immediately see a provider. Um, you know, we struggle with wait times and, and staff shortages, just like a lot of our, our community mental health partners. Um, but Beacon is really the best place for somebody to be seen urgently. Um, we have psychiatrists, we have social workers, other practitioners on staff who can evaluate prescribed medications and then connect them to ongoing follow-up. Um, and then I'll also, also mention the Veterans Crisis Line, which is our veterans um, suicide hotline, and any, <clears throat> any veteran or family member can contact that number um, just to speak with somebody. That's 24 hours a day. Um, so that's kind of a, a brief sort of overview, sorry if I went through that really quickly, of, of some of our outpatient services. We have the inpatient psychiatric unit. Um, what else can I tell you about VA? So as far as you all bringing a veteran into care, um, you can certainly bring a veteran who might need evaluation. 
Um, you might be worried about them. You might want to help them access some treatment and you can bring them to Beacon. If you can call VA police first when you're on your way, let them know that you are coming onto VA grounds. Um, so VA police will need to know that any outside law enforcement agency is coming on grounds. <clears throat> yes, absolutely, which you, which you probably are armed. Um, so at, at, any, at any time, um, they would wanna know that you're coming on grounds and then they can escort you um, and help you find the location of the ER. Um, and at some point, we might be able to set up a visit um, <clears throat> where we can kind of show you a little bit more where to go. Um, but then when you're there in the VA emergency room, um, really your interaction with that veteran has been really crucial to helping them get the care that they need. So whatever you saw, whatever contact you had um, on the scene, whatever collateral information you have from family members is really helpful to communicate to the VA staff so that they know um, just so that they have all of the information to kind of help make the most appropriate disposition. Um, and so one thing you do want to communicate is that they are not in custody. The VA can see a veteran who is not in custody. Um, sometimes they might assume if they might see the person in handcuffs or they see him, you know, escorted by a uniformed officer, they might assume that he's in custody. So just to clarify that to the staff that this person is not under arrest, um, you're not planning on arresting them, you're not planning on, you know, trying to get them evaluated on their way to MDC or on their way to um, being taken into custody. Um, so in any of those situations, the VA can provide evaluation and care. Um, and so really taking them in and, and whatever information you can provide, I think is helpful um, to the staff that that way they can have, have all the facts um, and make the most appropriate disposition. And then I'll tell you a little bit about what our, our program does. So the Veterans Justice Outreach Program was um, created um, in 2008 and nationwide VAs have Veteran Justice Outreach Social Workers. And really our goal is to help prevent the unnecessary criminalization of veterans with mental health or substance use issues when they could be better served um, by treatment. So when a veteran has some level of justice involvement, um, we work at both the misdemeanor and felony levels. And really when their justice involvement is related to more of a mental health issue or a, you know, a mental health or substance use issue, we work to connect them to treatment. Um, so we do that through specialty courts, we work with the Veterans Court here in Albuquerque um, at District Court. We work with Metropolitan um, Court also, and, and we have several courts around the state. Um, so those specialty courts, as far as veteran treatment courts, are essentially jail diversion programs. Um, we work with you know some of the other um, programs as far as mental health court, drug courts, and so really helping those veterans access treatment, um, helping them you know, navigate to the VA. Um, and so that's what we do is to help connect them to the VA, help provide them with resources um, to, to try to resolve their justice involvement. Um, so that's sort of one piece of what we do. Um, the other piece of what we do is we reach out to veterans in jails around the state. Um, so we'll make contact with the jails. We provide training to um, corrections officers and, and folks in the jails to help them identify the veterans. And so when they identify a veteran or family members call us to identify a veteran, we will make contact with him or her um, and give an evaluation as far as recommendations to help them access treatment once they're released. 
Um, and then the third piece of, of what we do is partnership with law enforcement, um, local law enforcement, VA law enforcement, um, to provide support and, um, and collaboration as far as helping um, veterans that you all encounter, um, helping, you know, partnership between how to um, help veterans who are, are justice-involved access treatment. So those are kind of the three main um, focuses of our program is, is really around avoiding um, incarceration um, when appropriate and helping those veterans connect to treatment. Awesome. So I think that's, that's kind of the main um, highlights of, of VA and kind of, of what we do. Um, but if anybody has any questions specifically about um, you know, specific programs, it's a, it's a big system um, and it certainly has its, um, you know, limitations. And so that's a big part of our program is helping um, veterans access those services and helping them navigate, um, you know, helping family members understand too, um, you know, what VA can and can't do. Um, so, and, and a little bit about our, our program specifically too is that basically we, um, you know, we can help veterans connect to treatment. Um, we can't, you know, as I'm sure you all don't, I don't need to tell this to you, to this audience, but you know, we can't get a veteran out of jail. Um, we can't prevent them from going to jail if they, you know, violate um, probation or, you know, if they've committed a crime. Um, but we provide advocacy and support. So we do appear in court um, with veterans and basically we're there um, to advise the court of services available. Um, and when the veteran is, you know, comfortable with signing release of information, you know, we can advise of specific treatment needs um, and things like that. Um, but I just will also just say that the VA can't accept custody um, of a person, I think is a, a big sticking point. If, if they're in custody, then it's the responsibility of that detaining facility to, to provide treatment. But certainly for anybody in custody, we can help arrange for treatment once they're released. So you, you're, you're, Dan Derek here, you, you really complement CIT right. and law enforcement really well. It's, that sounds like more like a partnership yeah. mm -hmm. working for people. How would somebody, so how would folks around the state contact you or your offices? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. I'm happy to share my um, contact information. Um, so really, you can contact us by phone. Um, myself and my partner, Camila Lopez, are based here in Albuquerque. Um, and then we also have a third um, VJO specialist who's based in Farmington. And she covers the Farmington, um, Gala, Durango area. Um, but certainly, we, we try our best to reach out with everybody in the state. and. Um, do that by phone and and travel when we when we can um, but definitely I think phone um, is is the best way to get in touch with us um, and I sent out a brochure or, uh, maybe Matt can distribute our brochure as well um, and that talks about what we can what we do what our program focuses on and then also it gives a nice snapshot of some of those VA services all of our outpatient and our residential services um, so we're happy to share that so what's the number of people would call Okay, so it's 505-908-0383. And that's my VA cell phone. Um, I can also share my email address um, is lisa.anderson, A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N, one at va.gov. It's the number one. Number one, yeah. I'm number one. <laughs> <laughs> and Lisa, will you be able to share all the other contacts, especially the Farmington one, with yes. me? I'll make sure that I send that out to you guys on a follow-up email, and I'll put it on the member 
website so that in case you guys ever forget it or need to look for it, you can search for it quickly. Yeah, I can share that right now. So um, Camila Lopez, um, she's the other VJO specialist here in Albuquerque. Um, and I work primarily with the misdemeanor courts. Um, Camila works on the felony level, um, but we're both available um, here and, and we're both available to you all. Um, her number is 505-206-8453. And then Linda Shannon is our VJO in Farmington, um, and she covers San Juan County um, and that area. And her number is 505-354-2011. And so we're happy to support you all however we can. Um, you know, as, as Dan was saying, we, we can't always give you information, but especially if, if you do find barriers with trying to reach Beacon. Um, and like Dan was saying, yeah, it's just ingrained in us, HIPAA, um, and it's it's not to be uncooperative, but it's just sort of ingrained in our training to be protective of health information. But if you do run into difficulties contacting the VA, um, please call one of the three of us and, and we're happy to, to help. Um, kind of, you know, it, it helps sometimes when it's a fellow VA staff member to say, no, they're, they're not trying to get information, you know, we, we're trying to help. Um, and certainly in situations of an imminent um, risk, you know, <clears throat> that changes things. But we're happy to help you um, connect with the VA. Any questions from members on the network? TJ uh, Camacho, LCPD. Uh, is there any, anybody down, down here in the south, that specifically Doniana, Massachusetts area, that you have contact information for? Um, not at this time. So, so that's us here in Albuquerque. Um, you know, we we hope to have another person added to cover the south, southern region, and the southeastern region. Um, but at this point, um, you know, we're happy to provide support by phone. Um, and, and maybe some telehealth um, in the future. And you still communicate with the CBOX down there? Yes, yeah, we do have the CBOX in, in Las Cruces. Um, there's also the larger, it's not a medical center, but it's a large clinic in El Paso. Um, so absolutely, we can help those veterans access treatment um, there in those areas. There's also the vet center in um, Las Cruces as well. For us, I have no clue what a CBOC is. Could you? Yeah. Sorry, the VA loves acronyms. So that's our community-based outpatient clinic. Um, so those are the small clinics I mentioned that are located statewide. Um, and they, they provide primary care. They provide um, some mental health care. Um, Las Cruces has a fairly large clinic, um, Santa Fe, and then the El Paso um, has a larger um, VA facility. So yeah, those are our small community-based outpatient clinics. And so just to clarify, if anyone down south, like Las Cruces, needs help, that they can contact you directly for help down there as well? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Or, or they can contact the, the clinic directly. That's great. So the whole state is covered, even if there's not a local person. Right, right. We try our best to kind of manage, you know, the, the further areas. So hopefully in the future we'll get some more folks. That's great. Any other questions from the network? the um, hours to Beacon? Yes, um, that's 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. And I can give you all their direct phone number as well. It's 
265-1711. That's the main number um, to the VA. And then the extension for Beacon is 2184. And I'll also give you the extension for the VA police. So when you're en route, if you need to come on VA grounds, go ahead and call the 505-265-1711. And then it's extension 4222 for VA police. And they're happy to greet you and, and show you where to go. Thank you. Do you, can you promise that they'll be happy to see us? <laughs> you know, they, I, I, I think the only time they would be unhappy is, is um, I don't think any, any of you would do this. Um, but if, if law enforcement shows up, they get a little squirrely. So. Unannounced. <laughs> Unannounced, yes. That's great. Any other questions on the network? Uh, yes, Jason Town, U.S. Probation. Are you guys contracted or associated with the Veterans Integration Center? The, the Veterans Integration Center is one of our community partners. Um, so the VA actually provides them with funding to house um, homeless veterans. Um, and thank you for that question because we do have a number of services for homeless veterans as well. Um, so the Veterans Integration Center is one of our community partners and they provide um, housing program they even provide food boxes for veterans once a week so yeah they're one of our partners it's a great question yeah our homeless services too we have a housing program um we have short-term crisis housing through places like the vic um, heading home so those are good good resources as well and an inpatient facility for them the domicile Yes. Yeah, we have actually four residential facilities. The Dom is one of them in Albuquerque, and then one in Gallup. The Dom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the domiciliary. Domiciliary. Um, yeah. The VA likes um, acronyms. So you guys might have heard of the STAR. That's our Substance Trauma Treatment Residential Program. Um, mm -hmm. So there's there's lots of lots of acronyms, but lots of those really good residential services for people who can't maybe function in more of an outpatient, they really need that higher level of, of service. Um, and then our, our inpatient psychiatric unit as well. Lawrence Vage with APD, I have a question for, do you, I have a question for, we have in Albuquerque, we have um, things like the ACTING, the com Assertive Community Treatment. What would you compare, which one acronym would that be with the VA? As far as an outreach? Yeah, well, will they go into their home if they're not, if they can't do well in the traditional um, mental health setting, we refer people to an ACT team so that they, they can go in in their home. Is there something? Yes, help? yes. So we have the, it's the Mental Health Intensive Case Management Program. And so that's for severely mentally ill veterans who may be have a really high rate of hospitalization. Um, they have a chronic mental illness that they, you know, have maybe been really medication non-compliant. Um, so that team, we have social workers and nurses um, who go into the veteran's home. They administer long-acting um, neuroleptic injections there in the home. Um, so they really provide that intensive case management and intensive support okay. in the home. Yeah, so that's comparable to the ACT team. And then our housing program for chronically homeless veterans, they are issued a special um, HUD housing voucher, um, and then the VA subsidizes that, and then a VA social worker visits them in their home. Um, so that's another program for homeless veterans who have had 
substance use, mental health issues, um, and then they also received that case management in the home. What was that, that unit called again? That program is called HUD-VASH. So it's the HUD um, VA supported housing. And then the MICM um, Mental Health Intensive Case Management.